Welcome to the Maria Heller Show, on the net since 2000 and still going strong. If you feel like you're not getting the real news, if you feel like you're not connected spiritually, you have found your home. Maria covers a wide range of topics as only a snarky New Yorker can. Straight up, no chaser. No censorship, no corporate sponsors, thus true freedom of speech. Your subscription gives you unlimited access as a member of the smartest audience on earth. Relax and enjoy the education. Now here's Maria. Ah, uh, good morning, world. Maria here, alive and kicking. Welcome to Hell and High Water with myself and Chuck Ocelli. Uh, if you're not familiar with Chuck's work, get over to ocelli.com. I have a live link here. Uh, good morning, Chuck. Well, good morning, Mom. You know, uh, another day in uh, the land of I wish it was Oz. All right. Oh. <laughs> Exactly. You know, right before uh, right before the show, I saw a meme that I shared <clears throat> on uh, on Censor Book, and it's a picture of the little girl, uh, I forget what the actress's name was, talking to E.T., and uh, above it, it says, when you've completed your Earth mission and get to leave, and E.T. is looking, uh, the little girl saying to E.T., are you going to come back? And he goes, hell no. <laughs> That's right. It was Drew Barrymore who has a talk show now, which is so ridiculous on TV. But I get to see it when I go to the gym, and I'm like, oh, God. Do people actually watch this bubblegum crap? But I guess they do. Anyway, good news. Guess what? Uh Uh-oh. John Hinckley's been released with no conditions. Yeah, I saw that, you know, and I, I it, it's, look, I'm, I'm in the age of, uh, let me double check the headline anymore, right? Right. Because you never know if somebody's floating fake crap out there just to, just to have fun. Right. But, uh, turns out, no, John Hinckley Jr., released. Right. No conditions. Sirhan Sirhan approved. Everybody went crazy. He's still rotten in jail, and they say that. He probably won't be released, even though they approved his uh, pro- his parole. So, what's the well, difference as, between as John Hinckley? Initially, well, as we talked about initially, look, Gavin Newsom is still in place, right. and uh, this is the guy who said, "Well, you know, considering I have a picture of Bobby Kennedy on my wall in my governor's office, there, what do you think I'm going to do about this?" Um, right. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's where the demonization of the Muslim race began, as far as I'm concerned. You know, let's blame it on the dark-skinned guy who basically was, you know, mind-controlled distraction. Uh, but when you look at Hinckley, you know, listen, I don't want to make this a racist thing, but my first thought was, why? Because he's white? Oh, because he didn't succeed? And, you know, of course I go back in my memory bank and recall that it was Hinckley that was having dinner with one of Bush's sons the night before he decided to take a shot at Reagan. No, I think it was it was Hinckley himself, and I think it was uh, Jesus. What's the lesser known Bush brother? Neil, is it Neil? Oh yeah, Neil, right. Right. So you know, listen. The whole time Reagan was president, we know it was George Herbert Walker Bush that was president. Actually, you know that Alzheimer's begins to set in much earlier than somebody dies. And if you take a look at the trajectory, it, you know, the, the injury from the gunshot probably uh, accelerated 
Reagan's Alzheimer's, which was setting in, you know, before he was done with his first term. Well, and then you look at, you know, Bush Jr., you know that Cheney was the president, not not W. Well, yeah, because things got done. Right. So, okay, so let me ask you a question. What everybody's trying to say right now is that Biden is being uh, puppeteered by somebody behind the scenes. What's your thoughts on that? Do you think I mean, that... Sun, yeah, the sun came out this morning too, Maria. I mean, you know, <laughs> what, what do you... Look, anybody who thinks that Joe Biden is in charge, you need to reevaluate your understanding of the system. Right. <laughs> okay? The president is not really in charge, has not been for some time. I mean, the last fool that thought he was in charge, I believe, got his brain, brains blown out on a, uh, you know, on a mixed uh, cloudy then rainy day. In Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and then Sonny, too. It was Sonny at the time he actually got shot. But anyways, uh, you know, th- th- this is what happened the last time somebody really thought they were in charge. And, uh, of course, a guy named Nixon kind of thought he was in charge and didn't see any criminality because the way he understood it was, uh, well, you know, this is the criminal way of things. And, uh, you know, he got taught a lesson because he thought he might be able to make decisions, uh, but too soon to put a bullet in him. All right. Anyhow, <laughs> you know, ever since then, as far as I can see, uh, none of these guys have been anything other than figureheads. So I don't know why anybody's shocked. Well, of course or, not. We've been living under a corporatocracy for for decades, and people still don't want to see it. Oh yeah. Well, corporatocracy is a kind way to put it. Sure. But, All right. I mean, well, what you know, do you why why do you think that they allowed Trump to be president for four years? Well, because a guy who really, truly believes he's in charge of something is very useful, especially if he runs a nice distraction. I mean, look, he was good for business when it came to the media. And, uh, of course, all the corporate criminals out there, including your friends at Big Pharma, I mean, all the way through, he was good for all of that. And he was good for keeping us so busy, worried about what he might do that uh, we didn't watch what was actually getting done. And... And, uh, (laughs) You know, you, you, you got to admit that, Maria. Is- oh, yeah, it was nonstop. I mean, it was five stories a day just on him. Oh, and well played. All right. Well, but- now he, you know, he held another one of his senseless Hitler rallies, which I don't understand why he's even allowed to do that, why he continues. And even though his cyber ninjas have proven that he lost Arizona for how many times does he have to, you know, lose lose the, the recount, uh, he, at his at his rally, was convincing people that he won. <laughs> so, I mean, when does it end? I mean, when does this bullshit end? Well, you know, as long as there are people that are uh, a waiting and ready audience, uh, you know, they're going to keep making cartoons, right? I mean, th- th- this is the way it is. I, I got to be honest with you, and I like a lot of cartoons. All right. But, uh, you know, guys like this, Yes, as long as there are people that are going to show up at these rallies and that that one that was near me, good God, uh, huh. you know, I, I, I know who it attracts. And, and I don't even want to get into insulting them because as far as the the system is concerned, this is, uh, this is a clientele that they're serving, that they're keeping busy. Because these people, in all honesty, could be useful to somebody if anybody ever wanted to get anything done because mm. uh, we all could be at any moment we could all decide to be useful to change the equation here but 
so long as we're going to be distracted by things that are, you know, seem to be decisions that we're making, you know, here we go, like like the whole, hey, we're going to stop the steal, and right. we're going to tell the big lie. Well, you know, define big and then define lie for me, please. And also, stop the steal. I, I think I said this the last time we spoke, but it bears repeating. How are they going to steal something from me you didn't have control over in the first place? Right. Right. Because my understanding, Marie, is if somebody steals something from me, it means I had possession of it. You know, that night right. for the law is possession. Well, I didn't have possession of this voting process. You can't steal the vote from me. I don't own it. Right. <laughs> and neither does anybody else. Listen, I've been, covering, I've been caught covering stolen elections since I started this show. So, oh, yeah. you know, I, as I've said before, and I'll say it again, he who counts the votes wins. And the vote count being done in secret does should tell people everything they need to know. Well, and your cyber ninjas. I mean, that's hilarious. To me. I know. These guys actually shifted the votes so that, what, Biden win by an extra 200 and some odd votes, you know? Uh, no, I think <laughs> some say 99. Uh, Trump lost 261. Uh, and yet he still goes out there and says that uh, he won. First he was complimenting the cyber ninjas. Then when he saw that he lost again, then he immediately deleted that uh, whatever, wherever the hell he posted it. Who the hell knows? But here's another thing. Almost every day I'm getting stories, and I have one for the show Thursday, uh, about whistleblowers. Whistleblowers coming forth. New books being written. Um <laughs> Uh, you know, one. Why uh, laughing? Uh, Do you know why I'm laughing? Yeah, why? Because you know the the guy who blows a whistle. I mean, look, you you and I have both watched a football game in our lifetimes, right? Right. You know, a guy who blows a whistle while the game is going on, he might have something to do with the outcome of the game. Right. But the truth is, if you're blowing the whistle after the game is over, you're just making noise. Exactly. And that's all these people are doing. Oh, well, I was there to do this and protect that. If you really were, <laughs> then you would have done something at the time. Not tell me about how, you know, he's contacting his press secretary about, you know, the, the size and shape of his penis. Right. So I'm sure you saw that one that today. <laughs> all right. This is I what, mean, this is what I was worried today? about. Listen, it's like crazy town. I mean, that's all I can call it. It's crazy town. So to me, you know, people want to make heroes of these people after the fact are ridiculous because if they were really patriots, they wouldn't have worried about a payoff on a book deal or whatever else they think, you know, they're going to accomplish by whistleblowing after after the fact. Uh, why didn't they speak up when it would have made a difference? So blowing the whistle, your, your an analogy is perfect. That's what I'm thinking. You know, if you blow, I mean, look, there's other times where people blow a whistle, but hey, look, somebody might say, you know, they, they tell cops to blow whistles, you know, in the old movies, right? Mm -hmm. But when they're blowing a whistle, it's to alert people to something that's happening at the moment. I don't know. I always thought that was the purpose of a whistle. Exactly. It's happening and something needs to be called attention to right. where you need to stop the, the, the uh, trajectory of something that's going on. This is when you blow a whistle, right? Even right. when they gave, I know this is a, a really horrible thing, but you, you you recall the term rape whistles, right? Right. Where you were supposed to blow the whistle if you were being attacked to call. Right, them. not after, and not after the attack. I was just you thinking that same thought. I know, it's weird. I was just thinking that same, th that same thought. 
mean, you know, look, I know it sounds crude, but right. truth. Well, I mean, one oh, of the wish. one of the biggest. Listen, one of the biggest. Uh, one of the biggest. Ooh, exposés that came out was how close we came to Trump starting a nuclear war. Well, I lived in fear for the whole four years he was in office. And towards the end of his regime, that was my number one biggest fear. And I, I didn't say it on air that I was afraid. What I did say is I wouldn't put it past him to start a nuclear war. Or any war, in fact. Look, the wag the dog thing, I, I got to be frank with you, I was waiting on. Mm-hmm. I really thought that by some declaration, by some action, even the real nuts deep, deep, deep in Trump conspiracy land were telling me that, you know, and this is a couple of years ago, Maria, that uh, there was going to be a fake nuclear attack, that there was going to be uh, an assassination attempt on him, and there was going to be a state of emergency declared, and he was going to hold office. You know, all that stuff that they were previously saying Barack Obama was going to do? Right. They right. were saying Trump was going to do it. But, of course, this time it was a good idea. Right. If Obama did it, it was just so, you know... Right, but, I mean, listen, they... socialists could maintain control. They, they exposed his six-point plan to stage a coup and overthrow the election. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is a playbook for the Republican Party now for the future, as far as I see. Uh, why is he not arrested? Why, what is happening here? What, what is happening? I, you know, are there going to be subpoenas for this, uh, you know, uh, sham of a uh, uh, investigation that's being held, the, the select committee? I mean, look, they'd never want to pick enough of the scab off to really get at the pus. And you know why? Because mm. they are part of the pus. See, that's the funny thing. Like, people are talking about how there's going to be recounts in Georgia to support the big lie. It's three other states. I, they want to do it in Pennsylvania, and I think the third state was Wisconsin. I don't know. I didn't really catch that whole article this morning. Well, I saw a thread about Texas, which Trump won, which makes even less. Right. He won by 600,000 votes. Why are they doing a recount? So he can lose? Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a little crazy. But, see, here's the fun part about Georgia, the double reverse. Because some people might say, yeah, but I keep track of Greg Palace. He's still complaining about Georgia. Right. Yes, he is. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. The fact is that in the state of Georgia, the Republicans control it from top to bottom. Yes, indeed, there are some Democratic mayors, and I'm actually going to have one on my show next week when I start back up. Um, but the state is controlled top to bottom. I, I mean this by the GOP. They purge voters. They constantly right. pull up all kinds of things to take the little blue areas of the state and marginalize them, minimize the damage done to them on statewide elections. This is something that has been here for at least 25 years right. that I can track and visibly see. Not saying it's always been that way, but that is as it stands. Now, here's what happened in 2020. <laughs> They couldn't outmaneuver the Democrats. Now, did the Democrats steal it better? Maybe. Did the Democrats simply energize enough people to finally come out because we had this massive turnout in this state? Right. Did they finally do that? Did Stacey Abrams literally, after she lost in 2018, get enough boots on the ground? 
to make up for all of that which was purged and still get a victory? Maybe. But here's the thing. You know why there's going to be no real investigation into what's going on in Georgia? Because everybody did something wrong here. And that's what the problem is. So if you you turn around and you expose it, you actually go full-on sunshine effect here in the state of Georgia. You're going to find that every single elected official you got here is part of the real steal, okay? And it doesn't matter. Now, maybe the Democrats did. I don't know. They don't exert enough control for me to measure right. in this state generally. Well, what did but, you think What did you think about Trump at his rally this weekend, saying that Stacey Abrams would make a better governor than Kemp? Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, he was- actually pissed off. He actually pissed off his own fans when he said that. Well, he does that when he tries to take credit for the vaccine, too. Well, maybe because but, he didn't get his way when he tried to get a quid pro quo on the uh, election in Georgia. Well, exactly. This is what the problem is. Since they didn't give him his way, he doesn't care what damage he did. Right, he'll rip apart his own party, even though he was never Republican before he ran for office. Right, and Stacey Abrams, the funny thing is, the only reason why she is such a significant threat, here's another piece of irony, is because the Republicans will shut up about her. The fact is, she's a, she's a on-the-ground organizer. Nobody in Georgia was going to support her for governor, uh-huh. okay? And, and it's a very simple thing. She's not pro-gun. That's not going to happen in the state of Georgia. It doesn't matter if you're blue, red, pink, uh, as far as the political scale goes here. Everybody wants their guns in Georgia. Okay? She wasn't going to be able to win. But it doesn't mean that they won't fix the thing anyway. You know, you right. win the horse race by a nose or you win it by two, two lengths, it really doesn't matter. Well, I as think long as that. You win it all the way and you make sure. I mean, might as well insure it if you're going to win anyway. All right. I think that a lot of these recounts that are still dragging on, it's nine months already, are to actually take away any confidence people might have had in their elections. So, in a way, you know, Trump is still doing Russia's job because one of the recent whistleblowers from Department of Homeland Security said that, you know, they had to manipulate intelligence for Trump's political views, including Russia's desire to not only demonize any opponent of Trump, but also to destroy the faith in our elections. And believe it or not, there's still a lot of people out there, Chuck, that have faith in our elections. Uh, So when you look at, you know, these constant recounts, even states he won, it's all about finishing off the job of destroying America that Trump started. Well, of course, because look, the, 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 the people that are the true believers, they have a place in this equation where, you know, you, you got to consider them at least before you do something just so blatantly ridiculous that it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, to try and install Hillary Clinton as president was kind of unbelievable in 2016. Nobody liked that woman. Right. Okay. Nobody wanted her in charge. Worst choice ever to run against anybody. I, I mean, really, th- 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 this should have been. I mean, an old shoe should have beat her. Right. Okay. Uh, but the fact is, th- the idea that, that that this was the big deal, you know, that oh well, somehow this is a fluke. This was not a fluke. Nobody. It, it, you could have ran me against Hillary Clinton. It would have worked fine. 
Right. Okay, that's how bad it was. All I had to, all you had to do is just not look like a complete disaster. And the funny thing is, you could sell the complete disaster of Trump to people that didn't think he was a disaster, who figure that somehow, because you're rich, you're smart. And uh, obviously, since he's famous, he's okay. And he says some of the things that we want to hear, even though they're racist, misogynist, and really backward in their thinking. It's good. That's good. We're glad to hear that because we're tired of political correctness and we're tired of hearing this. You can sell that. Look, I'm not saying I would buy it, Maria. Right. Right. But, you know, you can still sell that to the people. But honestly, this guy is uh, uh, making his own obsolescence come to reality because if he participates in really truly undermining this all the way, they don't even need to sell a character like him anymore. No, they just duplicate it. Because everything is under question. Right, and they just duplicate it. You see how many of these uh, these new people in the party are basically, you know, duplicates of Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, so unless he's prosecuted, next time they're going to succeed in a coup. Uh, and I don't understand how people don't understand that, why they think that somehow because he's who the hell he is, he shouldn't go to prison or be prosecuted. I, I've not been able to wrap my mind around that at all because, as I said, uh, previously, there are people out there who would have said, you know, I don't necessarily trust the rich guy who has always been privileged and gets away with things. All right. The kind of people that are supporting him, oddly enough, used to be the sort of people who were suspicious of somebody right. who seemed to be elevated a bit. Right. You know, um, and yet they elevate this guy for exactly the same reasons that they say right. they were against others. Well, at his crazy rally, he also said that he never lies. And when I saw that clip, I was laughing, and I'm like, even that's a lie. Okay, this is well, a guy who's lied his entire life. You know, I, I, it was um, Mayor Koch in New York uh, years ago when he was mayor. When he was asked about Trump, he said... I wouldn't believe a word out of his mouth if his tongue was notarized. <laughs> Koch was pretty close. Yeah, so I mean, how many how many decades ago was that? Uh, and, and, you know, I'm looking at all these stories that all of a sudden the mainstream media is covering. And I'm like, I, I reported those stories like years ago. And they're first getting to it now because, oh, the House is investigating. So now they found out that his friends at Mar-a-Lago... We're dicking around with the uh, officials at the uh, VA, at the Department of Veterans Affairs, uh, and making bank on the data. Uh, I covered that so long ago. You know what I mean? And they bring out these stories. (laughs) Right. And they bring out like Tom Barrick, you know, who is another criminal in, uh, in Trump's circle. I believe he's in jail right now, but you know they're oh they're talking about how he made uh, back channel payments to the United Arab Emirates without you know to, to buy influence to give him influence with Trump. I covered this stuff so long ago, but now that oh there's so many you know investigations, the media is jumping on it like it's brand new news. And this was why I lived in fear for four years. It was like a reign of terror. Because I knew everything that was going on, but the media just lapped him up. You know, they couldn't. They couldn't get a, give him enough airtime. You know, including his, you know, his crippled dancing that he was doing. Uh, it, it was profitable. 
I mean, even Elaine on Seinfeld danced better than Trump. I hate to say it, but there's the truth. The guy that used to do the uh, Six Flags commercials, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, that would have been more entertaining. Remember the guy with the glasses? Right. Flags dance? Okay. Look, the problem is that he was profitable. If you remember in 2014, the network news media, right, the bigger name news media was all sliding downhill pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, people were not watching. Right. They didn't care anymore. You know, the, 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 the native advertising, the, the nonsense, the editorials, uh, you know, ad infinitum about things that nobody paid attention to nor understood. All right. Right? The, the ignoring of the war in Afghanistan, you know, which is now a big issue. I mean, they're having hearings today. Right. You know, but uh, anyway, there, there was nothing. Right. Nothing. They had no ratings. Trump announces he's going to be president and people tuned in. You know, even them uh, romanticizing about how big a media star he was. Right. He wasn't a big media star. He was, no, he wasn't. Was a... Everything about him was exaggerated and, right. now, and a lie. But listen, let's jump off to another topic. This morning, North Korea fired another missile, another short-range missile. That's three. Three in like, I don't know, two weeks. Yep. Uh what happened to Trump and his love letters to Kim Jong-un? You know, Trump made him a major star on the, on the world stage and got nothing for it. He, he made a fool out of Trump, if you could make a fool more of a fool. Don't forget him saluting his, uh, his generals, okay, an American president. Uh, and meanwhile, he accomplished zero with North Korea. Zero. Well... You know, he forgot to fall in love with his sister there, who is apparently taking a more active role in the North Korean government, if anybody pays attention. I'm sure that Trump and his people had no clue about how the North Korean government worked or anything else. Right. So, you know, that's happening, Maria, as we speak. All right. So there's that. There's uh, the fact that, look, the the great deal maker... All right. (laughs) ...goes and makes a deal. Look, let's turn to the Taliban just real quick. You know, all of his defenders telling us for a while now about how he made this deal, and if Biden had followed Trump's plan, they wouldn't have had such a disaster. Well, you know, I I do listen to these hearings on Capitol Hill. I really do. And uh, it's funny because they stuck to nothing. They had no real agreement. The agreement, you know, an agreement like that. There was no plan. Right. There was no plan. Yeah, there was no plan. They virtually asked for nothing, and believe me, they got less than nothing. Plus, mm-hmm. they released prisoners and all this other stuff. Well, you know, Biden allowed this government to come back in. They wouldn't have had half the people in the government if Trump didn't release the Taliban prisoners. And the leaders. So, the leaders are the ones he released first. Well, right, but this is what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> this guy didn't, you know, he didn't make a deal. So Biden inherits a mess. You know, allegedly, because I don't believe he even really pulled the strings on this. Uh, And and they did what they could with something that was already a decaying, decrepit situation that was long overdue and just sitting there, uh, you know, waiting to fail. So somebody had to take that hit. Now, history's going to say it's Biden's fault. I doubt he made those decisions. They're arguing with these generals on Capitol Hill today about, well, wasn't there military advice given to him that was different than... What he did, and 
you know, it's like they gave him a little bit of a hard time about answering that. I don't know if you saw any of that yet. No, I don't but, watch. I can't. I just can't. There's too much bullshit to even watch. You know, it's like watching Colin Powell at the UM with his bag of uh, Johnson & Johnson's talcum powder. Uh, after a while, you realize that they're all liars. They all cover for each other. Both parties. You know, if I hear the word bipartisanship one more time, I think I'll throw up on the floor. Well, uh, there is bipartisanship, though, Marie. And you know what that bipartisanship is in usually is war. Exactly. Anything that screws the most of us over, really. Well, look, they actually gave, they actually put $25 billion more than was requested to the Pentagon. And that was a bipartisanship vote. <laughs> okay. So they'll, both sides will vote for the war machine. Both sides are on the side of the pharmaceutical companies. Uh, you know, it, to me, again, the only one really still working for the people is Bernie Sanders. You know, he's come out, you know, and, and you know he was stopped. There's no doubt in my mind he was threatened and stopped in both elections. Uh, but, you know, he's talking about, you know, health insurance covering, you know, Silly things like your teeth, your vision, your hearing. Oh, man, uh, man. And they're still arguing over this. How many decades are they arguing over this? And now they're saying if it gets approved, it won't go into play till like, I don't know, 2028 or something like that. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, we've got plenty of money for war. We've got plenty of money for the Pentagon. We were happy to give uh, Israel another billion on top of the 20 million they get a day for their Iron Dome, but there's no money for your eyes, my, my ears, or anybody's teeth, okay? There's no money for uh, job creation. There's no money, you know, to pay people their pitiful $300 a week unemployment extra. Uh, and people have to understand that this is all set up as divide and conquer, to keep us fighting each other. So we're either fighting each other on a political party difference, or now the big one, of course, is the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. Uh, and they're laughing all the way to the bank. And while they pull their, you know, white-collar crimes that they never seem to get, you know, arrested for because, key word, white. Yeah, well, look, again, if, you're, if your name is Manchin or you're related to uh, Manchin there, I mean, you can, uh, what, price gouge people that need insulin. I mean, that, that, that's always a good thing to do. Right. You, you can make sure that all of your uh, biggest corporate donors benefit the most during a time when the economy gets shut down. You can do that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, God forbid you were going to give somebody some unemployment insurance. Right. God forbid you were going to, like, I don't know, provide health care for people who are right. probably some of the most unhealthy on the planet. Uh, you know, due to the fact that other corporate deals were made so that plenty of garbage could be sold as food and medicine for, I don't know, a century. Yeah, no, no, no problems there. But, right. Yeah, true enough. The, the idea that, oh, gee, we might provide, uh, you know, a little bit more school to kids free, stuff like that. Right, but meanwhile, but, schools don't, don't even, yeah, I just got a little piece that schools across the country are scrambling to feed their students, and they're saying they got dwindling supplies, delayed shipments, and fewer cafeteria workers. Anyway, listen, before we get into that, let's take a short break. So stay with us. We'll be right back. 
Hi, this is Maria. I don't often get to talk directly to the listeners here on the Gary Knoll Network, but I felt like doing that today. I know a lot of you really enjoy my show, but you might not know that I do four shows a week over at my website, maria.net. So if you're loving the show you get to hear on Sunday, come on over to my site and subscribe because I've got hundreds of hours of great shows on pretty much every topic in the universe. Uh, and that again is maria.net, M-E-R-I-A.net. And now we can get back to this excellent show. Thanks. Okay, welcome back to Hell and High Water. And as usual, I'm sure we're voicing a lot of thoughts of our listening audience as well today. So now we have this uh, panic buying, Costco limiting, you know, toilet paper, the usual stuff again. Um, we've got, uh, you know, school kids not getting fed because of, you know, supply chains. Uh, oh, there's so many boats backed up. Uh, with deliveries. Oh, China's power went out, so their factories are going to slow down, and we're not going to have be able to get any of that goods. And you know what? My, my, my thoughts when I read these articles is the simple solution I gave on my show, a God, 20 years ago. I said, why not just... We used to be very independent as a country. We were able to make, build, and grow everything we needed. We just need to get back to that. But, you know, the globalists wanted this. They set us up. This is now going to become a world problem. And they're going to get all of us used to living like we're living in communist Russia. That's my opinion. I got you. But look, you know, what they're going to do is make the argument about $3.5 trillion, right? Which is not something that gets paid in one year, unlike uh, what we've already seen. But hey, you know, that's what it's about. Too much spending on the people. You know, you don't want to wind up giving, oh, God, help you, uh, handicapped people, uh, maybe a little bit of assistance so that they can, you know, live lives where they're not uh, constantly uh, searching for a way to survive. Maybe you want to give the seniors a little something better to live on when they ever are allowed to collect their Social Security, if that still exists. Nah, we don't want to expand Medicare. We don't want to build roads. We don't want to do stuff like that. I mean, that could actually improve people's lives. Right. But, uh, but look, the same people that were okay with the $3 trillion giveaway under Trump to rich bastards, corporations, churches, are the ones blocking the money for we the people. Yeah. So, I mean, what else do Americans need to know? I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't give a crap who's in office. The only thing I trust our government to do is kill us all, okay? Because to them, we're nothing, okay? We're, we're burdens, all right? Uh, and when you look at, you know, let's face it, the latest is the COVID bullshit, which I'm so tired of. Uh, and now creating yet another rift between Americans, brother against brother, the vaccinated against the unvaccinated, and you see the punishments now being meted out to people who refuse in the world, in the country that supposedly has freedom, the people that refuse to take the shot. But you've got people from healthcare to police uh, unions, fire unions, teachers unions that are refusing to take the shot. So now let's punish them because we tried to bribe them first, but that didn't work. So now let's punish them and see if that works. And in the meantime, you people who were vaccinated, 
You can blame, if you get COVID, you can blame it on people that didn't get vaccinated, which of course is basically saying like these booster shots, your shots don't work, but let's blame the people who didn't get them. Oh yeah, the, the pandemic of the unvaccinated, right? Isn't right. the phrase they're using? I, I find it hilarious. You know what's strange about these numbers though, Maria? Is that if you notice, everything is at about 70 million in America, right? Right. Where you, you can create a subdivision by 70 million, and now it's a thing. Of course, I, I am one of those 70 million. I refuse. And the fact is, I figure it's my right to do so. Right. But you know what they're saying is that for the good of all, for public health, for everything, and you know what we'll do is we'll make it so you can't travel. And oh, by the way, you're not going to be able to go into certain facilities. And, you know, maybe you shouldn't have a job. And how about we don't pay you Social Security if you're getting Social Security? Right. And how about everything? And then you tune to the media. And the media, I want to remind people that in America anyway, the media is something that is supposed to be protected. All right. You know why? Because the press, and that's what they envisioned as the media when they, you know, did the whole, well, we, we could get into the Constitution at some point, but not today. All right. But, but let's just admit that it is the one business ensconced in the Constitution directly in the Bill of Rights right away mm. that says, yeah, the government can't screw with this. But, uh, you know? Well, isn't it interesting if you think about it, because before the show, you and I were talking about our disgust with the medical system in this country. We might as well get into this. All of a sudden, the same government that has refused to give people free health care is okay giving them free shots. Think about that. Yeah, but they're not free. If they cared about your health, we would have something similar to universal health care, free health care for Americans, like they have in many countries on the planet except here. But... They came out with this shot, and guess what? Your government's worried about your health all of a sudden. So we want you, we're gifting you this shot. Okay, but don't forget the media question here. And you know why I say don't forget the media question? Because one way or another, they are now engaged in the business of 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They don't have Trump to sell you anymore, at least not. No, so they have to sell us this bullcrap. So they're selling us this. And not only are they doing that, but I don't know if you've heard it yet, but on, on most of the networks, I don't think Fox does this yet, but who knows? I, I can't stomach it for more than a couple of minutes if I ever run across it. But all the other, you know, anything that isn't A-O-N-N or whatever, and uh, right. uh, good God, what is that other thing? Newsmax. Chris oh, Ruddy's organization over there. Okay. Anything that isn't those three. They are not only saying that it is the fault of the unvaccinated when people get sick, even if they've been vaccinated, which, <clears throat> I don't know, it hurts the logical part of my brain. All right. Uh, but they, they say that not only are they okay to blame for people being sick and dying and everything else, but you know what? It's now okay. And literally this has been stated in many different ways, whether it's from, you know, CIA assets or former flunkies of this, uh, you know, administration or another on another network, it doesn't matter. And CIA people, I do mean like, you know, Anderson Cooper. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't matter. All of these people are basically giving a new message, which is 
it's okay to demonize those people. Right. It's okay to shun them. Well, it's Biden okay. too. He's had some pretty harsh words. You know, I, and I, that really bothered me when he came out, you know, blaming the unvaccinated. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger did the same thing, but he got his ass torn out for it. So then he tried to, you know, eat his words again. Uh, but again, I'm going to ask the same question I have asked for decades before the big COVID scare. If your vaccine works, why do you care? If I don't have one. Well, Maria, you don't understand herd immunity. Yeah, herd, herd, herd ignorance is more like it. Herd insanity, maybe herd insanity. But people have lost the ability to think. There's nothing in the Constitution that, has, that deals with uh, our health or the government having control over our health, which I'll be discussing with a doctor who wrote a book on this. Uh, next month, uh, the government truly doesn't have the power to issue a mandate on this, but yet they're doing it. Um, so I think they count on uh, two things, Americans' ig- ignorance and Americans' dependence on daddy in Washington is going to fix this for me. Well, you know, again, international, look, Blaming Joe Biden for the demonization of the unvaccinated, though, quite honestly, is almost like blaming uh, 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 Ernie on Sesame Street for for your kid can't count, okay? I mean, that's what that comes down to. Well, I'm just saying he's had a lot of harsh things to say. No, of course he has. Because first it was, you know, let's bribe you, you know, let's try try giving you, you know, we're going to give you free donuts or, you know, a hundred bucks if you take the shot. Uh, You know, so many people came up with all these perks, you know, because they love us so much. They care so much about our health. But meanwhile, we can't even go to a fucking, oop, said that word, to the dentist. Okay. Uh, so your teeth could be falling out of, your, out of your mouth. You could be going blind. You could be going deaf. Uh, you might need to see a foot doctor who, if you're lucky, you'll get an appointment in three to six months. But hey, we care about you. So we're going we're gonna to give you the shot and we're going to force you to take it because we care. I mean, come on, people. You, no one could be this dumb to believe this BS. And I'm not even saying pro or con people that take the shot. I don't care what people do. You could shoot heroin. It doesn't affect me. I don't care what other people do. The bottom line is why so many people are willingly lining up. And now, you know, you talk about the corporate media. What are they talking about now? The triple threat this winter. Between pneumonia, the regular flu, and COVID, this is now the triple threat facing us. So the f- well, there's this uh, RSV or RBS, I don't know, uh, virus too. Uh, all right. You know, you know what the funny part about that is? Is thus far, we should already be starting to see some pneumonias right. and things like this starting to happen in some parts of the country. Some of these flus are normally kicking in around now, Maria. I, I don't know. I don't see big numbers on those yet. Maybe we're going to get a pass on the flu. Well, I do see all the signs are out, you know, from Walgreens to Safeway, you know, free flu shots. So, you know, that's already happening, you know. Of course. <laughs> I'd rather have free so, Halloween candy than a flu shot. But uh, there are a lot of people that are going to do that. I know in my town, I only recently, I don't really talk to that many people, uh, but my hairdresser, uh, and her husband came down with COVID. 
she, they told her that she had COVID and pneumonia and strep throat. Are you ready for that? Now, when I was a kid, I had strep throat almost regularly, okay, for whatever reason, okay? And no, they didn't take my tonsils out. Uh, suffering with strep throat is pretty much all the same symptoms you're going to have with either COVID or pneumonia or any kind of disease like that. You're going to have the high fevers, you're going to have the body aches, you're going to have the whole deal. Well, interestingly enough, of course, neither she nor her husband have been vaccinated, so they went to their local doctor, and the local doctor told them that's what they had. Um, and the local doctor actually prescribed for both of them ivermectin for humans in a human-sized dose. She right. said by the second day on that, their headaches had gone away because I guess COVID gives you headaches. I would not get headaches with or without it. Um, and she said by the third day, they were both feeling a lot better. So I said to her, well, the difference is, number one, you went to a real doctor. You didn't go to a veterinarian. You went to a human doctor. He gave you a human-sized dose. You didn't go to, because we have a lot of feed places. <laughs> I'm in Arizona. You didn't go into a feed place to buy the ivermectin that's meant to, you know, to deworm horses. You didn't squeeze it in your mouth, you know, willy-nilly, not knowing how, what the dosage is, whatever. Uh, my sister, who had gotten COVID and pneumonia in Florida, also unvaccinated, almost 75 years old, many uh, pre-existing illnesses, went into the hospital, no waiting, they put her on, they gave her a drip of, uh, Jesus, what's the one that starts with R? Regeneron. Regeneron. Mm. Uh, they sent her home. One of her friends gave her what she had left of her prescription of ivermectin. And within a week, she was all better. Uh, now, I'm not encouraging people to take ivermectin or Regeneron or the shot or not. All I'm talking about is real-life stories that I know and that I'm hearing. But I will tell you this. I don't know anyone that has died of COVID. See, neither do I, okay? And look, when it comes to the cybermectin thing, it's a mixed bag, like a lot of this stuff. There are a lot of antibiotics of all stripes right. that could be good or could be bad for you altogether. Right. And ivermectin is kind of a toxin that does kill certain organic materials, including funguses. Parasites. Which means uh. that a fungal infection, okay, can be destroyed by it. Now, could it harm you? Yes, indeed. But then again, penicillin, which is a very basic thing right. that most people understand, can also be harmful to you. Exactly. You have to watch the dose and what it is you're using it on. Well, listen, then you got the other, the other side of it, okay? And this is something I truly believe and always have. If a person believes that whatever pill or treatment they're getting is going to work for them, it's going to work for them. They've proven that by when they give people, you know... Uh, placebos. Placebos, Okay. So for me, when I go to my chiropractor, I know I'm going to feel better. To someone else who doesn't believe in chiropractic, they'll go to a chiropractic uh, doctor and not feel better. Right. So if your belief is the shot's going to protect you, great. If the belief is it's going to kill you, great. 
if your belief is this, that, ivermectin, let me look, people are now inhaling hydrogen peroxide, okay, what is wrong with people? Uh, you know, uh, one guy's claiming drinking beet juice will kill the virus. Uh, and it all gets down to, when it comes to medicine, your belief in what will work and not work for you. Well, right. But here's the thing, and it must be recalled that no matter what your belief is, everything has a level of toxicity. Okay? Oh, of course. Everything. So... I would tell you that, uh, I mean, even if you take vitamin E too much, you mess up your skin. I right. mean, you will. Well, yeah, you can OD on certain vitamins, you know. Right. Uh, uh, you know, you can have bad reactions to so many different things. Right. Uh, I mean, like, uh, when, when I explain to somebody, take, you know, you know those vitamin E capsules that have, like, you know, the oil in them? Right. When I told somebody, don't bother taking the capsule, take the oil, put it directly on the skin, right? Right. And they thought I was nuts. I said, look, apply it. I assure you that if you apply it to that area, it's going to help. Not saying it'll cure whatever the problem is, but it's going to help. Took care of it. You know what I mean? Not everything is used exactly the same way for every person. We are all a little different. Okay? And, And reality is, I don't know anybody who's died from this either. Okay? I got pretty sick in 2020. And I was really sick for quite a while, and I don't know if it was flu or what. I'm not going to even be tested. I don't want to know. Right. You know, but but here's the other funny thing. You, you would think that, you know, without having the nanoparticle go in and create a spike protein and all this, like the vaccine allegedly does, that um, <clears throat> if you were exposed to this and your body fought it off, well, then that means you must have some antibodies. All right. Well, the funny thing is, the, the old rules out the window again. You know, if you have the antibodies, you're okay. You got exposed to it. You know, like we've talked about with the chicken pox. You just used to get them. Right. Once you <laughs> had it, you were, once you had it, you weren't getting it again. Yeah, and that was that. Right. So, but uh, the old rules out the window here. Well, then you got the other thing that you know no one talks about, and if you do, you can lose your medical license. Building your immune system. You know, Americans have the weakest immune system of anybody in the world. Uh, And it's, you know, diet and whatnot, you know, contributes to all of that. But, you know, you get a doctor out there who starts talking about vitamin D3, zinc, vitamin C. Uh, All of a sudden, they're called on the carpet because, no, no, we don't want that because that might help people. Uh, So, you know, people have to look at, you know, Israel right now is working on get this a uh, COVID pill that you will take daily to prevent you from getting COVID. Oh, okay. Now, I don't know what's in that pill, but something you have to take every day. (laughs) See, I would question that right away. (laughs) I'm I'm a little concerned a couple of things. First of all, anything comes out of Israel, uh, one red flag. Uh, Right. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I know that that might sound bad, but uh, that's where I stand, okay? Which, which, by the way, is my problem with these big pharmaceutical companies, everybody forgetting. All, right. all the people they've killed with their, you know, different things all over right. the years. How many payoffs Pfizer's made? I reported on a big payoff they had to make on some other drug of theirs about a week or so ago. Well, oh. when they do. You know, and right. now they're finally putting out a study, which something you and I have known for years that Tylenol might not be a good thing to take constantly. All right. Right? 
Okay, so look, all of this stuff, eventually it seems like they find out, oops, it isn't all good when we manufacture it in a lab. <laughs> okay. right. And it doesn't matter if it's, you know, the, the stuff for heartburn that gives you cancer or if it's the opioids that they said weren't very addictive. You know, remember that? Right. <laughs> or the baby powder they told you it was safe. Right, or the thalidomide they gave pregnant women and said that was safe. You know, and what? now they, no. they know, oh, these, you know, when pregnant women taking the shot are passing those antibodies to their children as they breastfeed. Uh, <clears throat> I say let's wait a couple of years and see the fallout. <laughs> because there will well, be fallout without question of a doubt. <laughs> but see, there already has been because, you know, they tell us that uh, it's a, uh, you know, an Internet rumor or a myth that uh, causes autism, too. You know, any of the vaccines. Even though in many manufacturers' inserts, it states it could cause autism. Wow. But that's okay. You know what's funny, too, is (laughs) is that along these lines, I I hate to give credit to this particular guy, but uh, Bill Maher, (laughs) (laughs) to his credit, has said, you know, none of this is going to matter unless we address the real problem, which is what people eat. Mm -hmm. And... That is a huge issue. Absolutely. People are in bad shape to begin with, and anything could come along and take them out. Now, it's funny, because I say stuff like this, and they suspend my accounts on social media. But this guy can do it on a corporate outlet. Right. I mean, it's, it's funny that that goes on. And even he, Mr., you know, I'm the liberal, you know, classic liberal uh, vanguard, and I'm, you know. Yeah, I find him quite repulsive. Oh, he is. But even he is saying, wait a minute. Right. Why do I got to take a booster? Right. Okay. I, I don't know how they're going to sell this, except to the real true believers who are like, nope, vaccine, I trust medicine, modern medicine. They got rid of polio. Oh. Did they? <laughs> Ask the people in Africa. Uh, I wonder out loud, Maria. I, uh, uh, I, I want to ask you this question really quick, just on this subject. All right, because we only back. got a minute or two left. Okay, so the Delta variant. Hmm. What are the chances that the Delta variant is actually the mutation of the virus based on the vaccine, the shot itself? What if that is the Delta variant? What is your thought there? Well, I watched a a symposium of doctors, I believe in Germany, that basically said all the variants are coming from the shots. I covered that on my show. But you can only see those videos on BitChute. You're not going to be able to see them on YouTube. So I guess that's the answer you wanted. <laughs> yep. Fair enough. I, uh, I'm just saying because uh, I wonder this thing aloud watching the timing of certain things. Right. And I wonder a bunch of other things aloud about, you know, the great corporate giants who got to make uh, make off with the majority of the, uh, right. you know, pandemic. Uh, well, you know, it's program. the old, you know, it's the old watch my left hand so you don't know what my right hand's doing. I'm always that's looking the for the right hand when I see stories like that. You don't get a quarter behind your ear. You know, right. Italian relatives used to do that to me. Right, I used to like the quarter behind the ear. Wow, that they brings usually, ba- brings back memories, good and bad. We let you keep the quarter, though, Maria. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, Chuck, I hope you can start feeling better. Enjoy your time off for a week. And, uh, if I can get uh, my eyeballs to stop vibrating, I'll be so grateful. You have no idea. Well, everybody, start sending some good energy to Chuck, and I'll do the same. So, I appreciate it, Mom. 
Ron. Thank you so much. And and look, you're the only person I'm talking to over this week off because I, I just I, I need the whole week off. But I'll be back, I assure you. Oh, that's for sure. All right, you take care, Chuck. We'll talk soon. All right, love you, Mom. Love you, too. Chuck O'Celli, send him some good energy because he's got an issue with his vision. And uh, he's got to wait. First appointment he could get with a specialist in January in the country where they care so much about our health. Thanks for listening and supporting the show. See you guys next time. Thank you for listening and supporting The Maria Show. Tell others what you learned today. Knowledge becomes wisdom only when it's shared. Encourage others to subscribe today. www.maria.net Often imitated, never duplicated. A world of information all in one place. www.maria.net Always ahead of the curve. Always on your side. Get active or get radioactive. Subscribe today.